Hey, everybody. So before I dive into today's episode, which is about making important pivots in your life and thinking about your legacy, I wanted to let you know about another platform that Nothing Off Limits is now available on. I am so excited. It is called CastBox. It's a podcast app, audiobooks, and radio player. It's free. I know a lot of you listen on your Android, um, and there's also a good amount of iPhone users out there too, and some of you do listen to the show through the LadyFoxEntertainment.com website, Um, and some of you listen from your desktop computer as well. All very cool. Well, now I am also available on CastBox. CastBox is an app available for any device, whether it's mobile, desktop, whatever. If it's an iPhone versus an Android, does not matter. You can download it. It's so easy to use. It's gotten a ton of awards. They are backed by Google, and they're growing by leaps and bounce. And all the gigantic podcasts that you know and love are already on there. And now Nothing Off Limits is as well. The best part about CastBox for me as the podcaster is that now I can actually get true data on how many subscribers I actually have because right now I can only get information about downloads, listens, and so that kind of clues me in as to how many subscribers I actually have, but I don't really know. I just know how many listens I'm getting. Well, CastBox tracks that and lets me know what those numbers are. There might be people just listening to an episode here or there, but then there are the loyal listeners who listen every single week. Now, once I get a thousand subscribers, they actually start helping the podcasters monetize as well, and I can start making some money. It's not a lot of money. I think I make like 40 cents after the first thousand, which, hey, Something is better than nothing because I do spend money to advertise each and every episode. Anyway, please consider downloading CastBox for the next set of episodes. Uh, It literally takes a few seconds. They let you log in using your Facebook account. I did it in like less than a minute. Once you get in, search on Nothing Off Limits, press the subscribe button. There I am. I am ready to entertain and educate you as always. All of the previous content is already there, so it's ready to go. And this company, I I love them so far because they sent a rep out specifically to meet with me. I I shared a meal, and she really took time to explain the benefits of this platform for both me as the podcaster as well as the listeners all of you listening. So I'd really love for you to move to that platform with me. If you have any questions, hit me up, michelle at ladyfoxentertainment.com. And of course, you can still access the show the old way, whatever way that is. But check it out when you get a chance. You just might like the change. And speaking of change, let's dive into this episode where the wonderful fellow East Coaster, the spunky Randy Levin, is going to explain how to handle change and make those important pivots in your life. Here we go. Do you like to learn about random wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should. Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. You know, we make so many decisions in our 20s that feel like forever. We choose the fairy tale, and then we turn 30, 40, 50 and beyond, and we realize that the alignment is off. The life that we chose is no longer the life that fits. 
right? Well, I'm excited because today's NOL guest coaches around what's next. There's always a next, she says. We're going to discuss legacy and effectively transforming and pivoting in your life, as well as things like handling big life changes, fear, balance, self-love. I want to tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Randy Levin. She is a transitional life strategist and reinvention expert, supporting women in curating and redefining their lives in the current moment. Randy's coaching is widely quoted and featured in top media outlets as a contributor for HuffPost, Thrive Global, Divorce Force, Women for One, The Three Tomatoes, and Better After 50. And she's been featured in Business Insider, The Wall Street Journal, CBS, NBC. Fox, ABC. She's all over the place. You can find out more by going to her website, randylevincoaching.com. Welcome, Randy. Hi. So fun to be here with you today. I am so glad to have you. And I just love that you're from the East Coast because that's where I'm from too. And I just feel so connected to everything about you. Your New Jersey vibe. (laughs) You can feel it all the way out there, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, welcome to the show. And I would love for you to share with myself and the audience, how did you get into becoming a transitional coach? What is it? And how did it happen for you? Well, it's a a really easy question because coaching is my transition in my own life. Mm, Love it. And I kind of stumbled on that essentially. I, I was in corporate America for, for a very long time. And um, I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. And I had all these, I call them whispers, uh, things that were going on for me in my head that I kept saying, what is that next step? What do I want my legacy to be? What's the story? You know, where do I want to take everything I've done, everything that makes me unique and me who I am, and take that forward? And it was really kind of a deep dive into understanding myself and seeing some some little midlife um, red flags, if you would, coming up. Mm-hmm. That really led me to coaching and and being able to um, you know really define my own purpose. What were some of those midlife red flags? Well, some of the things that came up were, were really. Um, all of a sudden, I got on a health kick. So that was a big red flag. Not that I wasn't healthy before, but I was really mindful. What was mm-hmm. I eating? Why, why was I eating that? You know, drinking more water, being in the health club more, um, you know, really taking that seriously, hired the trainer, all of that. And, um, you know, lost a significant amount of weight um, and, you know, just felt better about me and felt like, like I was about to embark on something. Good and for then, you. And you look yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we all have these little signs too, things that, that kind of go on for us, but we're not always tuned into seeing or hearing what they are. So, you know, just little things like, okay, so I lost this weight, right? So now I have closets full of clothes that are four sizes bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what a problem. So, hmm. And, and enter, you know, eBay and, you know, discovering that whole, that uh-huh. whole thing. So I start selling off my stuff and, you know, one, one thing leads to another and I accumulated quite, quite a little um, pot of money and wouldn't you know it, when I finally, you know, evolved into understanding that coaching was the thing I wanted and was going back to school to get certified in coaching, almost to the penny, the clothes that I sold and the tuition that I now had to spend. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely serious. And, and it wasn't like, okay, I have to find the money somewhere. It just was there. That's incredible. They used me for something purposeful. Yeah. I believe that the universe works in that way. 
It does. Big time. And we it's manifest. Like, we don't even realize we're manifesting. Right. Wow. We bring on. So tell me about the areas that you help people with, because everybody's a little different. There are all types of coaches out there. Some people are just strictly business coaches. Some people are strictly about relationships. Tell us about transitional life coaching and, and what people can come to you for specifically. Absolutely. So, Michelle, we're, we're all one person, and, and I think people just tend to want to subdivide themselves. So they'll think, okay, well, I need to, to hire somebody to coach me about my business versus mm-hmm. I need to hire somebody to coach me about my relationships versus I need somebody to, to coach me about and around who, what's happening next. And yes, there are, just like there are many doctors, you go to a cocktail party and, you know, there, there could be 25 doctors in the room and, you know, one's a gynecologist and one's a chiropractor and one's a dentist and one's an eye doctor, et cetera. You know, those are the different types of coaches. And yes, we all have these modalities, but when we coach all of us, you know, even if I was a business coach, I'm coaching all of you. Okay. So very often people will actually hire me for, for one thing um, and then find out, well, wait a minute, it really wasn't that it was something else mm-hmm. so it's, it's kind of a cautionary tale but the things that, that I hit upon are that kind of little wake-up call that, that we get and should get many times over you know if you take a look at our life as being seasons seasons of the year if you would you know each season has its different different uh, different reason to be right different chapter mm-hmm. of your life and so different things come up as as we get older you know um, it may be relationship driven it may be that we're, we're in a corporate situation and we want to be a solopreneur it may be that we're being downsized in something it may be that we're being empty nested or we're trying to start a family or whatever that is that is 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 creating something that's out of alignment mm-hmm. so it comes down to a couple of things it comes down to understanding fear because fear is the thing that gets in the way and it comes down to understanding what's next because we're really good at you know staying in the mode of what we know in that comfort area of you know good is good enough and yeah I know how to do this but then there comes a time in in almost everybody's life maybe multiple times where you're not so good in that where you wake up and you say, hey, I just feel out of balance or I feel overwhelmed or I feel yeah. like I'm not going anywhere. And that's okay, too. It's okay, okay to like stop being feeling in alignment with something that maybe you felt in alignment with, you know, six months ago or a year ago. Absolutely. And that's that's the thing. You know, we change, but we don't always give ourselves the bandwidth in which to do so. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what may have really appealed to you or been the perfect fit or been the perfect balance six months, a year ago, five years ago, may not be today. Right. And you've got to understand that. And to really understand balance, balance is about shifting. It's about yeah. understanding our relationship to ourselves and to the things around us. And since all of that pivots and moves... You know, we have to kind of pivot and move along with that in mm-hmm. order to stay in sync. How do you balance that with the whole idea around people's, they use the phrase a lot, stay present, just be present. Stop thinking about the future or the past, just be here now. <laughs> How do you? That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, because it, we can look at that many ways, and people people do talk about that. And I look at it and I, and I say, you know, in elementary school, we learn how to to write a story, right? It's got that beginning, that middle, and that end to it, right? So when we think about the things we most want in our lives, that, that we don't have a problem with. Oh, I want to do this, or I want to be that, or I want to have this, or I'm ready to commit to that. So that's the beginning of the story. 
But then what we do as humans is we tend to fast forward to the end. All the reasons why it may not be the right time, the right fit, mm. maybe tomorrow, what if, and we kind of then live in the future. And when we put our energy there, it's not in today. And today is the only thing that we really have control over. Today is the only thing that we have the ability to alter. So we need to have these goals, right? We always talk about goals. We need to have goals. But what I like to coach around is growth. Because when we look at growth, growth is measurable and attainable today. What are those successes that I have today? How can I measure that? How can I take those little pieces, those little steps, and connect them all together mm -hmm. so they take me to yeah. that? And use them as a, a springboard right, into right. what's next. So is this what you call pivoting? This idea of preparing, like taking a look at your current goals, what you're doing now, your successes that you have now, and then pivoting? Or is that something different? Is that dealing with like a giant transitional change? Well, Michelle, it doesn't have to be giant. But when we talk about pivoting, it's not that we're looking to erase everything that we've done. Okay. And I see this a lot with people coming out of, let's say, a divorce situation. Or they want to erase the last 10 years or 20 years of their lives as if it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Like working in a corporation or something. Right. We don't, we don't want to say that things didn't happen for us because that got us to where we are. And that mm -hmm. all is part of our own evolution. Mm -hmm. But the important thing to, to remember is that um, what already has happened, you know, paves the way for what can happen. And, and where do we want to put our energy you know, energy kind of enters the room before we do, essentially. Right. So if, if we are spending our energy in today, we're really focused on what's next. What can we do? Because there's always something we can do. And we sometimes think of it as being this huge thing. We got to take on that big goal, that thing that's going to take up, you know, every moment we have for the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. And what happens when we do that, you think about New Year's resolutions and, and setting New Year's resolutions, right? And we, we make these decisions that we're going to do all these things. And then we start doing them, but we lose momentum. Yeah, no one really follows right. the through. The mountaintop is just it, too high. Yeah, right? it lasts like a month or two. Right, <laughs> right. the mountaintop is too high and we lack that consistency and our energy is all over the place. Yes. On what piece of that can I do now? Okay, so you wanted to lose the 20 pounds, go to the gym. I can do that now. Mm -hmm. So one thing at a time. Yeah, it's one thing at a time and then looking at where you can connect those things and actually be proud of that accomplishment because we don't give ourselves credit for all the small stuff. We're only looking for that big thing, that biggest client that we've ever landed. Mm, yes. That, that speaking engagement that we wanted mm -hmm. or, you know, the third child we've been helping to have or whatever that is. You know, we're looking for that big thing. And then right. while we're busy looking for that big thing, which is usually in tomorrow, we're missing all of today's stuff. Mm. And so when we want to pivot, we have to be able to understand where we are at right now. So that does mean that you do stay connected to the present in a we lot do. of ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where people kind of go astray with things, where they start to get all over the place. Mm -hmm. and or overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed. so focused on tomorrow that you're not living now or you're living in the past. You know, such and such happened. It happened the same way. It's going to happen again. Mm -hmm. You know, or this, that, or this. And we're not here. And, and every day is another clean slate, another yeah. canvas to paint whatever you want on. Oh, so that's beautiful. Showing up, what colors are you bringing to this? Mm -hmm. you know, is today a black and white day? Is today a day where you let some gray in? Is today a day that you're putting rainbows all over something? <laughs> that's up to you to create. Well, it depends on my hormones, Randy. Well, 
Well, it is, well, it is, but it's also energy level. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because really where our energy goes is where we go. Right. If, if we stay motivated and, and inspired in what we're doing, and we, we, we keep that sense of purpose and, and we understand better what's going to happen. So one of the things I always talk about is legacy. And we tend to think about legacy as, as something that we leave behind. You know, it's, this is something that, you know, happens after we're gone. People look back and they say, what was her legacy? Yeah. And again, and that, that sounds overwhelming to me. I'm like, ooh, well, legacy. It ooh. Well, it <laughs> Take legacy out, okay? And then you put it in today, okay? It's a power tool. It's an absolute shift in perspective. Because if we look at the idea that we have the ability in this moment, today, right now, while we're talking, Michelle, to alter our own and, and direct and redirect and curate our own legacy. Wow. How powerful is that? Very. Yeah. I mean, my brain is all over the place. I'm like, I have this thing going on, this thing going on. There are all these plates spinning, which I'm sure so many people can relate to. It's just you've got so many different things, responsibilities, um, tasks to do. How do you balance the everyday got to get all this stuff done or the necessary evil of doing a project or job that you just have to do for the money so that you can pursue your dreams on the side, all of those kinds of things. How do you balance that and still stay in touch with the big picture? Well, that's a really good question. And I think it's a little bit different for everybody, but I think we tend to look at things staying the same. Like we went to bed at night and we wake up in the morning and everything's exactly as we left it, yet it's sort of not. Everything's in motion. And we need to be able to prioritize our relationship to everything we have to do in the moment. We'll bring it back to the moment again. You know, we may have thought at the beginning of the week that, you know, X, Y, and Z were going to be our priorities. And the week is now progressing and we're, you know, three quarters of the way through through it. And we may be looking at it and saying, well, no, that, that totally shifted. But did mm -hmm. you shift your relationship to that? And so when we look at trying to, to balance all the things that we all take on, and we all do take on too much stuff, um, it's important to, to be mindful almost on a daily basis of where those priorities really are. Um, what may have impacted or affected that, you know, over the course of this week or last week, so that you really, you know, in sync with what's going on in your life. Because if, if one thing happens, it impacts other things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. And so there, there's kind of a pecking order to being able to figure that out. And one of the things I like to do um, in some of my workshops is use a lot of wheels of life, which kind of break down in a circular motion, um, little pie-shaped uh, components of who we are. So there's, you know, kind of a wheel of life, there's a wheel of energy, there's a wheel of spirituality, but there's also a wheel of balance. And, and what I like in, in the one that I use is that it's all the key components of your life. So let's say you have business listed on there and you're going to have uh, family time and you're going to have, you know, health related issues and you're going to have relationship issues or whatever, whatever it is that you have going around in this circle. And what I love about it is that if we take a pencil, if we, if we, we, we go ahead and copy this on a copier and make ourselves 52 copies for the year and take a pencil and then keep all those categories on the outside, but fill in where you're showing up in each one this week. What are you doing that's going to be impactful 
for that area of your life this week? And is it somehow, quote unquote, balanced as you look around this wheel? Because the reason it's a circle is like the wheel of your car. It has to be able to to roll and to move, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, are, are there components this week of your relationship that you're really working on? What are those? Yeah, I have like half a wheel. <laughs> but we do, you know what? Half of us are on half a wheel half the time. Right. We realize it. And that's the thing. And that's where this is kind of like a mindfulness exercise. Yeah. You, and, but, but the idea is, is that not only do we want it to be in this circular fashion, because we want to feel that we've got, you know, all these different components of who we are working at once, but it, it allows us to shift and change them. So, you know, if we're not doing something that's working for our relationships and everything that's showing up seems to be for our business, well, here's an opportunity to say, okay, so where do I want to have lunch with that friend? Or where do I want to have date night? Or, mm -hmm. you know, what can I put back into this? And, and where can I mindfully actually come up with tasks that I can calendar in that can make that happen? Yeah. And those, those are mini pivots. Yeah. Mini pivots, all of them, because then you're, you're mindful of what that is. And so now you did that this week. How do you do it again next week? Mm -hmm. I love that. Because then you start categories and say, okay, well, this week that's not going to happen because I'm traveling. And so what's happening while I'm traveling? Mm -hmm. And you feel more in control. I, I think that would make me feel empowered. Like, ah, I'm like in control of like what's going on in my life. Exactly. Just looking at it differently. And you know what? That is really what pivoting is about. It's about taking the way we view the world and our relationship to the world and shifting that just a bit. Because when we change mm -hmm. our perspectives, we change. When we reframe something and are able to look at it a little bit differently, just a little bit differently. So then related back to legacy, because you brought up legacy, which yes. to me is such a huge concept. Like, wow, legacy, like what am I going to leave behind? Um, how am I going to impact others? All of that kind of stuff. So how does that relate back to all of these mini pivots? Because as you're shifting constantly and making all of these little moves along the way, your legacy will change too, right? Absolutely. And people don't think about that. And that is exactly it. You have the ability to change your legacy. And if there's something you don't like, or if there's something that you're just ready to try that you always wanted to, or there's something that's holding you back and, and you're saying, gosh, you know, what's the most important thing? Is it more important to me that, that I can say that I did this? Or is it more important to me that I wait for tomorrow? And mm. where is it that you're taking that little jump? Well, maybe the concept of saying, okay, this is part of who I am, this is part of my legacy, will take you to that next step. And what I do, Michelle, I have a, um, a signature program that I call my GPS coaching system. And mm -hmm. it's called that because you think about, you know, going into your car and programming into your car or your phone's GPS, a destination, mm -hmm. that's your goal, right? So then your car is going to say, okay, well, we're going down the street, we're going down the highway, we're going this way, except guess what? Who's driving the car, at least for now, until the cars <laughs> drive themselves? You are. Mm -hmm. So if you decide that you have see this really cool shop and you want to stop, you can veer off the road and park and go out and, and go shopping. Or, you know, you're hungry and you want to stop and go to a restaurant, great. Or you decide you don't want to take that highway, that freeway, and you want to take the back roads, well, great. You have that option to shift that GPS. And GPS isn't an acronym and it stands not for goals. It stands for growth, purpose, success. And there's a whole bunch of fear that goes into to the understanding of that and, and, and the rebuilding of that as well. Mm -hmm. I love the P, purpose, because I think a lot of people have trouble connecting to that. 
you know, they're like, oh, yes, I'm growing as a person, you know, or (laughs) they understand the concept of being successful for themselves. Like that means something different for everyone, but they all can get their head around that. But a lot of people don't really know why they're here, (laughs) you know. Not only why they're here, but they'll they'll automatically default to what it is they do. Right. It could be. It very much could be. You know, I'm a teacher and I give back because I teach children, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But is that your purpose? That could be your purpose. It Um, could be. But it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, in, in my own reinvention, I mentioned early on that one of the, the key components for me in figuring out my why and my purpose was legacy. You know, what do I want that legacy to be? And, and, and do I have control over it? And questioning that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer that I, I came to this point of, of saying, yeah, well, you can question it because you can control it. Yeah. Is the things that we ourselves, you know, take initiative to do or not do. What is your why? So my why is legacy. My, my, my big why is legacy, is building out best me and being able to pivot in that, being able to change that, being able to redirect that over and over again. So what do you envision your legacy today to be? Okay, so my personal legacy today is really about um, empowering others, um, being able to change people's lives, um, being able to be an influencer on transformation and change in in a meaningful way. Uh, And, you know, being able to, to be a part of that awareness mm. for others and for yeah. yourself. I love Perfect. that. That's beautiful. And that's and, that's also, I'm so in tune with that because that's why I do this show is to right. get people to feel inspired or to give them new information to get them to think and all right. of that. And, and I love this idea that you just said of self-awareness because I was going to ask you, like, how do you work with your clients to get them into that correct, not correct, that's probably not the right word, but the mindset of being open to pivoting and to changing and that it's okay if things don't always work out the way you want them to? Well, it's a build. And, and like anything else, it's different for different people because different people are different stages of, you know, allowing mm. themselves sure. um, the space in which to do that. Uh, but one of the biggest things is, is that we have to acknowledge and understand our fears. And we all have fears. You know, we have them. We're not born with them. You know, we acquire them, but we acquire them at a very young age, seven, eight years old, they're in place and we carry them around and we don't even realize it. You know, I'll have clients or potential clients come to me and say, I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm really kind of stressed that I have so much to do or I need help with my time management skills. (laughs) And I know right away that it's not any of those things. Mm. It's really whatever's going on that's stopping you and whatever's stopping you is fear and what are those fears why are they there and so when we get to be able to reveal individually what those are whether it's a fear of the unknown whether it's a fear of success whether it's a fear of commitment you know and there's so many different types of fears of course you know what is it doing and what what does it represent to you and Mm -hmm. so i tell people to kind of name their fear if you would we we want to kind of poke holes in it we want to make frank (laughs) <laughs> we can't get rid of it, but we can fear less. You know the word fearless, but we can fear less. Mm. Um, so when we fear less, that open road that we're now driving our, our car down, 
that has that you know scary monster that we call fear on it, we, we can ask that monster to share the road with us a little bit if we understand it a little bit more. So we may know that you know our comfort zone isn't always you know spot on for us, that we may really be overthinking things a lot. But when we become more aware that we are doing that, we can start to, with that awareness, say, okay, so I know I'm overthinking this. What can I do now that will change that? What can mm-hmm. I do this moment that will impact what I most want? I love that. And then I would imagine that you work with your clients not only at that um, higher level of, you know, kind of taking control over your, your mindset and your awareness, but also like the nuts and bolts. Like, do you break it down? You're like, okay, this is what's going on. So let's prioritize these things. Like, which thing can you tackle first to make you feel more comfortable? Is that something that you do too? Absolutely. And, and I think one of the reasons that coaching really works the way it does is, is well, there's a couple of reasons. One definitely being that there's an accountability. Mm. So between every session that we have, you've got homework. Yes, you got to get some shit done. <laughs> yeah, right. That's cool. Instead of just um, complaining, like I'm not here to just be your venter. <laughs> well, you know, but it's not homework like right, this. But it's, it's I'm very much a listicles person, and, and I'd like to break things down to very understandable components. So I may ask somebody to make a list of a hundred things you're good at. That's a lot. Who asked you to do that stuff? So what I'd like to do is, is, is coaching is very question driven. And, mm-hmm. and the questions that I ask are questions that we don't necessarily ask of ourselves. So it's kind of new and interesting and mm-hmm. a lot of visioning. And so, you I know, like somebody's asking you to envision, you know, what that really looks like if you had that thing you said you wanted and you're so busy saying, well, but that's not going to be, and I'm not ready to have that. No, 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 take all of that out. What does it look like if tomorrow you woke up and you had it? Mm-hmm. That ties back to what you said earlier in our conversation about manifesting. Like you literally manifested literally. the money that you needed to train. Yes. Right. But you didn't even realize it. We could, we can poke fun in, in the idea of vision boarding and, and that sort of thing, but anything that allows you to get a picture of how something could really be for you, how you really see it, if we don't ask for it, if, if we're not in, in the mindset to be able to um, have that vision for ourselves in the universe, then how will we ever get there? Right. If you don't know what it looks like, if, if you can't understand that you could possibly have it, then, then it's it's like there's no no start point, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if we're saying okay, I want to I want to open my own business, and I've always wanted to open my own business, but oh, it's not the time. It's not whatever. But what does that look like? So your own business, what does that what does that allow you to do? Okay, what's your day look like in your own business? What what do you now have in your life because you have this? And so one of the things I do like to do a lot of, and I do workshops around, is vision boarding. Is that old-fashioned, you know, pull it from a magazine, mm-hmm. put all these pictures together, and they tell a story. And and don't throw it away. Keep coming back to it. I actually threw out a recent vision board because it just didn't apply to anything that I now currently want. Oh, that, weird. That, that could be. Because they do, you know, they do like anything else because you're changing. Yeah. But, you know, that six month or a year time frame, mm-hmm. you know, there should be components of it that you'll look back and say, oh, now I know why there's a palm tree on there. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand why everything I put on there has to do with, you know, downtime, you know, or pausing mm-hmm. or what have you. So, 
you know, there's kind of an understanding, and it doesn't even have to be a vision board where we pull something from a magazine and have to have an arts and crafts project. It could be something as simplistic as taking sticky notes and Sharpie markers, right? And posting next to your desk or on your mirror, someplace you're gonna see it, um, different quotes that you love or words that really call to you or concepts of something. Yes. So yeah, just kind of getting it out there and you can reposition them and move them around. And it's kind of like a mindset board, if, if you would, um, or an in the moment way of taking mm -hmm. a look at um, all those components of the things you like to manifest, Love whether it. it's important to you or resonate with you in some way. Well, you know, if I did one right now, I would put GPS <laughs> no, right. GPS because you got to know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growth, purpose, success. I love that P. You know that purpose. That's really big for me. Have you ever found that it can be a problem? Like on the flip side, like we keep talking about people who have fears about manifesting things for themselves and hold themselves back. Have you ever seen the flip side where somebody's just so overly confident but they're not putting any effort into it? Like there is zero hustle and they just expect it to. Come come to them and that's their frustration that they're like I deserve this it tends to be more of the other it tends to be people really holding themselves back um, and having to acquire the skills you're talking about because I think you know like anything in excess if, if, if you're if you're overdoing either way you're probably not going to get the results that you're looking mm -hmm. for. So I guess I guess in essence, the person who thinks it should just come to them, that is the way they're holding themselves back by not taking steps to do anything. <laughs> yes. If you're, if you're not in 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 action on that, yes. Right. Then you are holding yourself back. But if you think it's coming to you because you really believe in the affirmation of that, that's different. If you're I am successful and you're walking around saying that, that that doesn't mean that that you're a snob or that, you know, you're not deserving of this, but you may be manifesting something because you are um, very much putting it out there, which mm -hmm. that's actionable. But you know, just assuming it's going to come is is a whole other is a whole other story. Because you know what, they're probably not even mindful whether it does or it doesn't. Mm -hmm. What's more common is is people really being afraid to take a step that they haven't ta taken yeah. before, and, and not knowing you know what the um, the backlash if if there is some of what that's going to mean for them. You know, will their worst fear come true because now they've tried this? Mm -hmm. um, and, like yeah. I have a, I have a great example. I have a great example, and this is like not only myself, but like a lot of people that I know who are taking the same leap, where they've been in a, a a day job, which was not a career to them, but just something that they were doing for money. Mm -hmm. uh, they enjoyed it, but they decided it was time to leave and go full time self employed, the solopreneur route, and now are seeing how difficult it can be if things don't take off immediately for you, and then all those fears set in where you're like, oh, man, I think I might need to go back to a day job. And in order to support this dream of mine to have XYZ business or XYZ career, how would you work with somebody from that perspective where it's like they did take the leap, they had the courage and the self-awareness to say, this is what I want, I'm going to make this pivot. And then they're like, oh, crap, I think I need to pivot backwards. <laughs> Well, there's usually not a backwards, it's usually maybe sideways, but okay. I think there's one word that comes to mind with this, and the word is consistency. And nothing comes, I don't believe anything comes, without work and without applying ourselves to what that is. Now, 
there's a big difference in that though. So if you've left the corporate world or, or the day job, if you would, to start your own thing, um, thinking that, you know, this, this can't be that difficult. And now you're not eating or paying your mortgage. That's <laughs> one thing. Okay. But doing it and being frustrated because the process takes longer or there may Mm. have been setbacks is another. Okay. And so I totally understand and don't want to dissuade anyone who's listening to this from saying, okay, got to eat. I get that. And that may mean that you have to take on a side hustle for a while Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. else that you're doing. And it's not necessarily a back. Right. Yeah, maybe there's something you can do that is more in line or in sync or congruent with yes. what it is you've taken on versus, okay, now I'm going to go sell some lotions and potions because I'm going to But maybe, I'm, you know, it's something that's more in line with, with where you're going. Than so smart. Yeah. And I love that. So, so taking a side step, not a back step. So I think that that's a right there, a mindset shift in not thinking that you're failing, but instead right. you're just kind of taking a side step and being like, okay, I'm going to do this for a second. And it's still this thing that I'm choosing to do is still in line with other goals that I have. So this is good. Right. But there's also an element of wanting to take yourself seriously and giving yourself enough um, space to to do that in, and um, I think that people sell themselves short very often, mm. um, and other fears creep up. Okay, so this must mean that I'm not successful. Or I don't want people to know I'm not successful, or I don't want to be that person that fakes it till I make it, or whatever yeah. thing may be going on in your mind. Um, but there needs to be a reset. You know, how much of that is reality? You know, can can you keep doing what you're doing, and you know, afford to do that from a sure. financial point of view, which yeah. is very different thing than you feeling like a failure as a human. Yeah. And also, I think it's really important to keep support around you like a coach like you, as well as people around you who support your vision for what you want to do. Because I've unfortunately been around people and recently who are like, well, how's that working out for you? You making money doing that? But this, but what I'm doing, whatever that may be, whatever um, I'm talking about here is in my mind, but um, it's irrelevant. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm doing something for free, yes, but it's with the long-term goal in mind. And there is a means to an end here. You know, it's, and so, but some people will kind of poo-poo on that and say, well, I don't see the purpose in doing that if you're not making any money. You know, that kind of thing. And so it's difficult to have that around you and to stay positive and to keep doing what you think is best for you and your life path when you've got people around you who don't support you in that. I'm going to break that apart a little bit because this is where we can be most in tune with ourselves. And we talk about the word purpose, okay? Mm -hmm. So if we think about for a moment that not everybody's going to be on the same page with us. Okay. And everyone's definition of success is completely different. Okay. For some people, it's all about money. Okay. For some people, it's about, you know, how good you feel as a human. For some people, it's all about giving back. Um, But when we are pivoting and when we are changing in our lives and when we are stepping forward into something else, there's multiple elements of it. Some of those, you know, everyone wants a cash reward, right? We're all human. We all would like a payday, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that, but there's another element, and that is the one that is personal satisfaction. That is the one where you know that you've grown in that moment. That is the one where you've done something, you've taken a risk, you've turned the wheel, so to speak, in a direction that you knew you needed to, and you see that course changing, and you Mm -hmm. know that it's going to take time, but you know that you've now shifted down 
again, I go back to another car analogy, but down another road, okay? Mm -hmm. Just a little bit of turn of the wheel. Nobody else is you. And so when they're looking in, they don't necessarily know that. They can't necessarily understand that. But if you understand it, and if you know that you are eons away from where you were and so much closer to what you want, yet there may not be that, that dollar and cents validation of that yet. You need to be able to, to look at both of those things. Yeah. And so something that people, I think, should also be open to when you're making these pivots is that your friendship circles might change as your own goals change. And that's something that's happened to me, where it's like I'm choosing different people. Um, I'm attracting different people to my same kind of vision, like a manifesting success or growth purpose, doing good things for others, inspiring others. I keep pulling more people into that circle. And then the people who don't believe in that are falling to the wayside. And that's okay. It's okay to let those relationships go, right? Absolutely okay to let them go. Not everybody's in our life long term, if you think about it. You know, um, I like to think that there are actually certain people that are bridges, if you would. They're a bridge that we cross from one part of our life into another. <laughs> so it may be a relationship that we have. It may be a, a, um, a coworker that we meet. It may be a friend that we have for, for a while. And at some point, that person may not be there anymore, or it may not feel right anymore. And if you look back and you say, okay, well, when were they in my life? What, what was that relationship? What was that purpose in that time? What was I looking for? What were they looking for? You can usually pull out the pieces of why you knew them, why they were there, what at that particular, particular juncture made sense. Um, and it's very, very interesting to look at it that way. So when we change, not everybody changes the way we change. And we're also looking mm -hmm. at more different things. And so even in networking circles, and I know I have shifted this a lot too, how we network can change. If you're looking for different things or different elements in your business, you may be going to different functions or showing up in different places. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we were doing everything in person. Things may now be virtual. Mm -hmm. There's so many different components to to how we interrelate to people. Totally. And it's it's very powerful when we're able to acknowledge that, that yeah. not everybody stays the same in our life. Yeah. Or you can't pull somebody along with you. Exactly. You know? Because then you're, then you're carrying baggage. Yeah. Because it doesn't fit. Or they think, why do you always take what you learned from your latest podcast and try to, you know, push that on me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. These people are in trouble now. <laughs> right? So pivoting in their lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like forcing pivots on people, apparently. <laughs> but you know, but, we learn, we, learn we, we teach an element of, of, of who we are and, and what we can bring to things to everybody. We're all students and we're all teachers at the same time yes. times in our lives. I and love that. More, some people are receptive to that at different times and some people are not. And some feel right at one point and then don't. And sometimes yep. we have a common denominator and then we don't think about friends you had in school or where you were growing up. That was your common denominator. You all went to the same school. You mm -hmm. In town, but now you know. Two decades later, well, who cares? Um, right. You know, it, it, if we kept everybody in our life, it, it would be an over an overflow. You know, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be able to concentrate on on you know what we need and and you know meeting new people and and letting we have to let go in order to let in. It's basically the essence yeah. of it. That includes people. We have to sometimes weed out you know 
where there isn't an alignment anymore to yeah. allow in what we don't even know, who we don't even know yet. Absolutely. The growth piece. And um, and it's very empowering. And it's okay. And you don't have to tell everybody to F off. <laughs> Not everybody. There may be not a, there may be some that that do require that kind of treatment. Yes, <laughs> if they've done you wrong. Um, now I'm curious. You were talking about um, you know we all we all teach we all learn. So you have a lot of workshops. You've been mentioning them, and I'd love to know more about what you have coming up. How people can reach out to you. You know what's happening with you. Okay, well, great. So um, I always do a combination of different things, whether they be live workshops or workshops that I have on my website. So people can always find me on my website in residence at www.randylevincoaching.com. That's R-A-N-D-I-L-E-V-I-N coaching.com. And I love hearing from listeners. So if somebody has a question or something resonated with you in a major way, please shoot me an email, randy at randylevincoaching.com. And if you like this podcast, um, I have on my website um, my signature program. And it uh, launched this year called the Reinvention Summit and uh, was a webinar program originally. And now it's repackaged as five hours of uh, audio programming, five hours of workshops, five different workshops. Um, there's that growth one. There's the purpose. There's success. Uh, there's a recap to all of it. And there's a whole, a whole workshop all around fear. And Ooh. that's available on my website for $79, which is a value beyond belief. But I, I love offering that because it gives people not only a way to start that foundation of pivoting and changing their perspective um, and changing their lives. But it also gives you a little bit of a, a, a no like and trust, um, not only for coaching, but certainly for me and for my style and for the experience of Randy Levin coaching. And so, you know, I offer that as something that people can always um, jump on and do. And uh, there are worksheets that go along with all of it. And uh, yeah. That's an amazing deal. 79 bucks. 79 for five bucks for hours. Five workshops, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Five hours. The Reinvention Summit, everybody. I'm going to check it out myself because I love this concept of the GPS and overcoming fears because I think in so many ways we, we all hold ourselves back um, from doing what we really want to be doing and, and why. No, don't. <laughs> don't anymore. Let Randy coach you through that. Any final thoughts for the, the folks out there listening, Randy? Yes something we don't normally think about and something I write about all the time. And because it's, it's, it's summer and, you know, things kind of a little calmer in general, give yourself time to pause and not just once and not just because it's, it's July or it's August or it's holiday time, but periodically give yourself time to pause. And what does that mean? It means time to do some things for yourself. Do some things that, that maybe you've put on the back burner that will really be about self-care. Um, get out in nature. Get outside. Um, walk, hike, bike, whatever it's going to take. But refuel your thoughts and, and you know give yourself back that little bit of fresh air, if you would, um, because it really does make a difference when we allow ourselves to pause. We're all on overdrive. We're all on all the time. Um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously plugged into something somewhere. Um, so we're all guilty of that. And so the way that we can give back something to ourselves is to program in a little bit of downtime. And it may be vacation. It may be reading a book. It may be 
getting that exercise or that yoga or that meditation in, or mm. maybe going for that walk. But whatever it is, be mindful of it and give that self, give that back to you. I love that. Self-care. That was like the big ding, ding, ding to me. I think it's so easy to forget about ourselves when we're, you know, hustling towards all the things that we want to get done for business or for our families, others, you know, so I think that's a wonderful yeah, we final We tell ourselves thought. that we'll, you know, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then we don't because tomorrow we tell us we're going to do it the following day. And right. Yeah. Right. And then it never happens. And then it never happens. <laughs> what are the visuals when we're talking about visuals for a second? But one of the, the big visuals on this is picture a stove. You know how a stove has the front burners and the back burners. And mm -hmm. think about if you're cooking and you're using all these burners, you're having company for Thanksgiving or what have you. What do you put on the back? You put the things that don't need your attention on the back burner, hmm. right? The thing that's got to just, you know, stay heated or that thing that just needs to be warmed up or, you know, something that you're going to, you know, need to melt quickly or what have you. The things that need your attention where you're putting in ingredients and you want to make sure the flame is right and everything else, that's on the front burner. So how do you get on the front burner of your own life? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I'm going to go get a massage. <laughs> wonderful way to do yes. that <laughs> yes and I am going to continue I'm doing the Oprah Deepak meditation series the free 21 day right now oh, great. I'm going to get caught up I think I'm two days behind <laughs> and everybody out there listening what are you going to do today for self care and to bring things back to you so that you feel back in that good headspace so you can start making those mini pivots towards your legacy which I love. I love this whole concept. And Randy, I am so happy that you came on to get us all back reconnected with ourselves. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. This was great fun. Everybody out there listening, once again, please go to Randy's website, randylevincoaching.com. I'm going to provide the link in the show notes. Don't forget to check out her Reinvention Summit, 79 bucks for five workshops, five full hours of great growth opportunity for all of you. Uh, Randy, thanks again. Hope to have you back soon. Fantastic. Have a great day. Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.